All right, guys, welcome back to the next episode of the Natty News Daily Podcast. I've got Dan with me. Leroy's out for this episode, but we are joined by the new IPE figure world's champion, uh, Elena. So I want to turn it over to her real quick. We're going to give her a little bit of some time to chat about her history herself. You know, let the let the viewers know who you are. Um, if you haven't realized by now, this is the first episode where we've been interviewing a female competitor. This is something people have wanted for a long time. And uh, I think you're a great, you know, representation of what the sport is uh, currently. So let's, let's, yeah, let's start well, right, start right at the top. And James speaks very highly of you as well. Appreciate it. Yeah. We followed each other for a while. So um, mm -hmm. I started competing in um, 2017. So I've been strictly training for bodybuilding since 2016. So not actually too long but I've been training for half my life now since I was 14. So um, just in different sports and everything. And that's what got me into bodybuilding was I'm just super competitive. Um, and I needed something after college to get into. How, um, how, uh, how far out of college are you kind of general? So I graduated in 2015. 2015. And then so in 2016 okay. is when I started. Yeah. So you're 28, I'm guessing. Yep. Okay. Yep. Same age uh -huh. as me. <laughs> Yes. So, um, 2017 did my first competition in October and got my pro card in IPE. Um, which show was that? It was the, oh, it's a different name now. It's the Omaha naturals now okay. is what it's called. Um, I forget what it was called then, but, um, that's the same show. It's just a different promoter in um, figure. I assume. Correct. I, yeah, actually in both figure and physique. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I initially competed as a pro in physique, um, but my first show was the first show I've ever even been to. So I didn't fully understand the pro level <laughs> until I got on stage in May of 2018 and got blown out of the water, like not even close to where I needed to be. Um, and I took that really hard. That was um, just not... So then I wanted to redeem myself and I competed again in September. So I started prep in July-ish of 2017. And then I kept prepping until September of 2018. Okay. And it wasn't like you had back to back to back shows. You had no. extended periods of time. between. Yeah. yeah. So it was like little refeeds and then back into prep again. Um, so if I could do it over, I would definitely do it differently <laughs> but then I ditched that coach um and got on with John Gorman in April of 2020 um and I've been working with him what led you to John he works with Brian Whitaker correct yes yes he does um actually crazy enough I listened to his and Jason Theobald's podcast um elite physique university mm -hmm. and i actually won a free year of training with john um through that podcast just like commenting or something on it and so i won it through that so that's what brought me with him and then just re-upped my year with him again <laughs> so mm -hmm. um but yeah 
So let's talk about the decision. Why figure over physique, you know, cause you took that yeah. extended off season. A lot of people would normally say, all right, she took that to grow into that higher division. Right. If you want to call it a higher division. Right. Um, why did you stick with the figure? Um, truthfully, the women who are successful in physique in the natural organization are older. Um, they have that, they have less estrogen. They've had kids, they've had, you know, more years of training and they're able to just get a different level of lean, which is what the judges, um, consistently look for in that category that I just being 28, I can't get to yet. I haven't had kids yet. My hormone levels are a little bit different. So, um, just knowing that I can't get to the level that they want, um, and my shape, uh, really works for figure is what I've had for feedback. So well, I'd say so if you were just, uh, I, yeah, uh, I think a number one champ, squad. But, I mean, yeah. I guess, I guess. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And that's a whole, you know, aspect of the sport that, you know, we consider on the male side a little bit, right. Because uh -huh. we know our test tanks and things like that, but for us, it's just like, all right, diet harder, right. Where yeah. with the female, there's so many other aspects you have to consider with the exactly. fluctuations of hormones and everything that can, you know, very dramatically change your prep. Yeah. And I think that the biggest takeaways from kind of piggybacking off that in 2018, I was doing two hours of cardio a day and I was doing, I was eating like around a thousand to 1200 calories for most of the time. Um, and it just wasn't working this time I was eating significantly more and less cardio, but prioritizing sleep and prioritizing. Yeah prioritizing that stress reduction. And that just like, that made me lose six pounds between August and this last show. So it's crazy. These little things, like these things you don't think are as big are like the biggest factors. It's, it's the little things that, that it, honestly yeah. matter the most. It's not the, the sexy stuff that you know, <laughs> on Instagram that, right. that makes the biggest difference. It's a lot of times it's sleep and stress management. That's both, yep. both, both of those things. And James, we've talked about that have been huge for me, this prep and, and making yeah. it honestly easier than my 2018 prep. And I've gotten yeah. leaner. So yeah. same. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if you put yourself in a position to be successful, you're going to be successful. There's only right. so much that you can push, whether it's time, energy, you know, mental fortitude, any of it, mm -hmm. when you hit the end of the runway, you're there. Right. And I think, you know, I personally have unfortunately not been in a great situation for my preps where I felt it like, mm -hmm. you know, should I have lost another five or six pounds? If not more? Yes. Could I No. like I was done yeah. when I got right. there, I was done and I couldn't have done anything else because I was overly fatigued and overly dieted and just, mm -hmm. and that's no knock on you had a, you had a million other coaches or myself things and in, in your back and you yeah. know, in your life with kids and mm -hmm. work yeah. and business and move moving, you like move yeah. to the end of your prep. <laughs> Yeah, I, I finished grad school in one prep, moved during one prep, like had a child during one prep. Oh yeah, it's, not been, it's not been pleasant, <laughs> but <laughs> here I am. So. Jeez. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So what's uh, just crowned, right? Uh -huh. IP figure worlds. Yep. What's the next step for you? Um, um, but before we jump into that, actually, I'm, yeah. I want to, because, so this is something, if, if you guys don't follow her, you need to follow her, Little Rep and Red on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. You are always commenting about your food and your, like, your <laughs> cravings and things like that. So let's hear it. Yeah. What was the first meal after? So I had um, 
guys, I love cheese. It's, it just is what it is. Um, I don't crave sweet things. I crave burgers and mozzarella sticks or cheese curds. Like that's just what it is. So that's what I got. So. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. And cheese curds, certainly an overlooked food item. Um, they really are. Like, I feel Underrated. like anyone down South doesn't even know what we're talking about. Right. People in the UK may not. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't, even, I don't even technically know what, what a cheese curd is. So yeah. It's, I'm in it's like book. a mozzarella stick, but like smooth and like small. Just and small. Okay. Yeah. It's like a mozzarella yeah. bite, honestly. Yeah. It's like tater yeah. tots normally, meets mozzarella sticks. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And if you put them with gravy and fries, they make poutine. And oh, that is poutine. Like the best thing ever. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like cold places uh, and Canadian places. Leroy's missing out on this episode because he, I'm sure he knows all about poutine. Oh, love it. <laughs> so I right. love Canadians. Yeah. Love my Canadians. Little, little digression there on the food. Yeah. Got to try cheese curds. But yeah. What's, what's the plan now? <laughs> the plan now, I haven't even been back in the gym. Um, honestly, mm-hmm. when I am in prep, it becomes a job for me. So it doesn't become fun and I need it to be something that I enjoy. Um, so I need to miss it. So I just give myself some time off. Um, so I'm, I am doing a few deload days, but nothing too crazy. Um, and then I don't know, we haven't really talked about it yet. We know what we want to improve upon. I literally texted him pictures that I had from people, um, of me on stage. And I was like, okay, I want to improve this and this, like on my drive home. Like I was, (laughs) so Mm -hmm. we already have kind of a rough plan of where we want to head, but timing wise no idea um mm-hmm. has that been difficult on you because i know that in the past for me that's that's been a challenge it's kind of you go from tunnel vision to i don't even know what's next you know it is kind of hard i think for me it's kind of hard for like the food wise i'm like well i don't have anything to prep for so like what's the point you know what i mean but i've been better this time um but in the past that's been a real struggle for me because not having a goal i'm just like well, who cares? But <laughs> but you kind of understood it was uh, not understood it was coming, sort of. So yeah. Sort of okay. Right. right. Yeah. So he already had like given a freight freight train with it. <laughs> no, no. And he did give me um, my meal plan ahead of time. I asked for that just so I could be mentally prepared. Um, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Now, how long are you, have you? So let's back it up a bit. Have yeah. you done this style of just like? stepping away from the gym before in previous preps or is this something new to this one yeah I have um I for one of them I just started running after I was doing 5k's just to do something um Mm -hmm. so but this one just with my job with my job being stressful as it is um I'll probably get back into the gym sooner just because it is kind of my stress relief but Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's typically yeah, well, what I, I do is I just step away from the gym and mm-hmm. do it that yeah. way. So. I think that's important for people to hear, you know, because yeah. so many people think if I miss a session, I'm a failure. Right. And here you oh, are yeah. very intentionally taking you know, time away, one yep. to re-motivate and re-energize yourself, but to let your body heal. I mean, you've gone through hell. Yes. You just prepped for forever. You have to allow your body to, to get back to where it needs to be, to be healthy. Yes. And, you know, some people do that in the gym, you're doing it a very different approach, but there's Mm -hmm. no right or wrong way, you know, whatever you need to get to the goal that you want to be at. So you're certainty not going to lose all your muscle in the week (laughs) or two weeks or whatever it is, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, um, Yeah. 
Yeah. I always think it's crazy that people can go to the gym, like the day of a show, if they're those early shows or even the day after my body is hurting. Like I'm finally not hurting today from posing and everything that takes a lot out of you. Um, we were on stage for over 20 minutes, I think. Wow. Um, yeah. I feel anyway. like women, women's posing is, is more difficult and strenuous than, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I've been able to train the next day generally. I mean, the, the toughest part is holding that front relaxed and my yeah. delts getting sore, but that's like, other than that, I, my hamstrings to get a little sore last time, just from that scenario, I really need to hold tight. <laughs> Same. It's an area I hold fat in and it's like, uh -huh. I need to make sure that they're, they're flexed when I'm, yeah. especially my, or in my back shots. So, but I digress. Other than that, I'm I, just like, eh. I cramped so hard in my calf after one of my shows, was it probably 2019 when I went to do my back double, I like hit my calf so hard mm. it cramped on oh, stage and like, no. I felt like I couldn't walk for like three days. Yeah. Like, it's just I believe like, it. I'm done. I can't oh, do it. Sounds <laughs> awful. That is terrible. Yeah. I don't there, know. I think video... it's. No, no go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say there was a video of me like you could like visibly see me like flinch and like, hit, like <laughs> on That's the so side. <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, yeah go ahead the nightmare I think the only difference with women like I wasn't as sore in physique because we had those different poses and you're like doing different things where in figure you're just hitting your corner quarter turns and you have to hit it hard every time so well and know. there's an art and the heels to, yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah, gross <laughs> you got to flex hard, but make it look so casual and right. like happy and elegant and yeah. all these things where it's yes. like, I'm straining the shit out of my body and it yes. does not feel good. Yes. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for the, for the first time competitors this year, practice your posing because you're oh in God. for a world of it, especially when you're depleted, do it because you're going to feel how tired you are for sure. Yeah, and by, the, by the end of prep, you don't want to, you don't want to propose. No do yeah. it early do it in your off season too yeah yep. that helped that yep. helped me i think a lot because I, I definitely got a little lazy uh during like the end of prep i mean yeah. i would do my weekly check-ins but i posed a lot in the off season and just tinkered around and all that fun stuff yeah figuring out your transitions because i think that's a thing because i'm a judge in the nanbf too so that's helped me a lot just to see what other people do and then be like, Oh, I kind of like that. And then you practice that, but, um, yeah, for sure. Practice and hold each one for like a minute. I think that, yeah, I think the deciding factor for us was like our back pose. So they held us in that for forever. It felt like, <laughs> mm -hmm. so yeah, it's something yeah. that like when you're practicing, you kind of get into the pose, like, okay, I feel where the poses and then you get right out, but yeah. Right getting in getting in the habit of, of holding it I think is a good idea it yeah. looks better in your individual routines yes that's something I changed from my first show this year to my second show I'm like wow I did not hold my poses very long I was like I I, I got into it but then I got right out it's like so then for this my second show the Yorton I'm like okay I'm gonna make an effort to hold this right. so that I can get good photos you know that yes. that's, but but also to to be able to hold it in a in a lineup is is you know, mm -hmm. it's big as well. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll see the guys that are constantly fidgeting and that just takes away from the physique or, or, or girls, you know, you're yeah. constantly moving, reassessing and like, yep. you know, slightly tweaking things. Judges don't like that. You want to like, hit it, hold it and make it look good. Yeah. I have to ask as a judge too. Um, so when you're, so when they have like call outs, when they have mm -hmm. a 
a few people up front and then people in the back. Are they looking at you when you're in the back or not really? I mean, I do just because I have to, I can't focus on anything for too long, but um, yeah, I think so. I mean, you have to see like if people are like too relaxed back there, like that says something about just your conditioning in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking about like holding that front relaxed. I, you can do like for women, we do our relaxed pose. So like the one where like our hands on our hip and like, you know, and we're yeah. like doing like that model pose or whatever. Um, I think men can do something similar. I don't know. I guess I don't know what you would do <laughs> in classic, right? Well, I've done classic. I've done open, which actually okay. is, is a, is a topic I've, I, you know, I'm, I'm dabbling or debating over what, yeah. to, what to do. I'm, I'm, think i'm gonna venture away from classic um but that's yeah that we don't need to get into that that today maybe we'll we'll probably james James, you and i james you you i and you leroy and i will probably cover that in a podcast with us when i when i wrap my prep up yeah yeah (laughs) yeah we've talked about that a little bit and the the, uh issues there but yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we'll go down that for now And I'm sure, James, right. you have thoughts since you saw me in person too. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So let's talk. Let's talk from a judging perspective. You know, okay. if so, what first? What led you to doing that? Um, I just, I feel like NANBF IPE, um, primarily in the Midwest, right? Not mm-hmm. venturing out where you guys are. Not venturing out to the. There's some in the West Coast. Um, but I just wanted to get my foot in the door in the organization and kind of be a voice in the organization. Um, notice some not so great trends happening, but then we have a new president now. So um, things are getting better. Um, what sort I think of trends, if you don't, I don't know. Yeah, just kind of political, political things were happening. This is more like back 2017, 2018. Um, just some you know, oh, it's this person's coach. So this, you know what I mean? Like it, that's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just bringing a different perspective, a, a younger, because these people have been doing it for so long, not that it's a bad thing, but um, just getting new ideas in there. Um, and then also being able to see it like, okay, well, if I'm just on stage, I can only have my perspective from being on stage. But if I'm also judging, I have a totally different mindset being a competitor too. Um, so hey, you have that perspective and you know what judges look for because you right. are a judge. Yeah. I judge. can, yep. I can exactly, I can talk to them. I was judging the Omaha show here and our head judge was at the show. Um, and so I got to just pick her brain about things and kind of know where you stand going into it. So, yeah. So as I a mean, competitor, what, what should you look for when you're, whenever you're, soliciting feedback are there certain things that you should be asking or looking for or ways of approaching judges or yeah i don't know about your guys what i don't know about do you primarily compete in ocb or primarily yes i've done okay. i did the mr america and i'm actually competing in the inbf this this weekend oh yeah, yeah yeah okay um do they provide the feedback like i've had to, i've had to solicit it Okay. So you, yeah, we can like order it. Like you have to order it at the beginning of your, when you're checking in, but I think, um, 
just talking to judges, asking what they saw, what opportunities you have. Um, because some of the girls that I see and I talk to, it's your posing's amazing, but you need like four more weeks, six more weeks, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you need to look a little bit um, fuller, like in bikini, you don't, we don't want you to look like you have dieted yourself nearly to death. You still need to look healthy. Um, but that's primarily what I talk about is how you looked on stage, your presentation of what you have. Cause then some other, some other people look great, but they can't pose for, <laughs> yeah. they can't show me what they have. Um, so I think that's just really important feedback to get is what was actually seen. Now, of course, you already know going in like, oh, you need to build your shoulders. You need to build whatever. Like that for me, isn't that constructive? Um, just because that's typically something you already know um, or you and your coach know. But I think just knowing or hearing how, how you presented yourself is the most important in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Actionable that's, things that's that you can change. I mean, right. I got a lot of feedback on, you know, myself and one of my teammates were the only guys to use dream tan in our class and oh, they yeah. didn't like that. And okay. you know, that's something we can very easily change whether or not right. they should have, you know, mm-hmm. you know, that's a whole topic, but right. you know, that is something that we lost points for. And that's very like, boom. All right. Yeah. Next time I know. So right. very easy to change that. And I think you'd be remiss to not ask the judges for, you know, their advice. They're the ones oh, that for sure. are placing you. Yeah. So like, yeah, sometimes the feedback's not always that great or that constructive. I mean, there's yeah. a ton of athletes that they have to go through. So oh, yeah. you it's, kind of it is fall really... through the cracks a little mm-hmm. bit, but yep. you know, something's better than nothing at least. But I just mean, if you have the opportunity to talk to them like in person after the show, like yeah. definitely stay around, you know, stick around and talk to them because that's if, especially if you're content, wanting to continue that and don't let question yeah, yeah. I've, done, I've done both where a lot of times i'm just like i it's late i want to get out of here or they're moving mm-hmm. the show along to the next segment or yeah you want you know it, it it's a balancing act and then yeah. i'll just email them and then i feel like i'm you know sometimes it's like i don't know how much they actually remember me even if i give photos and stuff like right. that it seems like yeah but I think, yeah, I think, I think you're right. If you, if you can certainly in-person feedback, like, Mm -hmm. and I think it's, it's hard, it's hard to say this and it's easy, it's easier said than done, but don't hinder or don't let a placing hinder you from continuing to compete. Like, oh, I got fifth. I'm just like done, you know, without getting feedback or something (laughs) from where you're at. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's always yeah, room yeah. for improvement for anyone, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and sometimes you just simply can't control who shows up. I mean, you may exactly. place, you know, bad at a very, well, not even bad, like top five at any show is not yeah. bad if you have oh. a deep lineup. But, you know, top five in a really stacked show, well, you go to a different show and you may be top three or you may win, mm-hmm. you know, you never know. Right. So right. it might not be that you needed to improve all that much. It was just mm-hmm. the physiques you were stacked up against were just, you know, a different level. And that's going to happen in this sport. I mean, yeah, I swear it happens to me every time I compete, but mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So we're getting close on time here. So I want to wrap things up a little bit. Yep. I want to make sure we talk about if people want to contact you, where they can reach you, where they can follow mm-hmm. your journey. But also I always like to end with a message for like the newer competitors. So yeah. from IPE 
figure worlds champ, <laughs> what's, what's the message? Um, I think that my main thing is you're not going to always be motivated. You are not going to want to go every day. You are not going to want to do it every day, but if you are disciplined and determined, then you can do anything. <laughs> yeah. So. Simple. We like it. We like yep. it. All right. So let's hear the socials. Um, you don't do any coaching yourself, correct? Absolutely not. No, I do not. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you need a yeah. math tutor, I got you. But if you, no, I, nope, <laughs> I will let, <laughs> I will let the people who have studied that, um, keep doing that. That's not me. Um, so little rep in red on Instagram, that's primarily where I'm at. Um, I do not have my name on there, so you cannot search my name. I am a teacher. I do not need fifth graders finding my Instagram. <laughs> um, so, or their parents. Uh, so that's primarily where I'm at. Um, I do have my email on there as well. If people wanted to reach out, I do posing coaching. Um, so I do do that because that is something I enjoy, but other than that, I let these guys handle the others. <laughs> there we go. You heard it here. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's another episode of the Natty News Daily Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please give it a like, subscribe, a follow, all those good things. And we will hear you guys or see you guys or whatever. We'll be recording next week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Elena. Thank you for Thanks, coming guys. on. Thanks, guys.